0: What's good, everybody? Robin E. here on a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. As always, appreciate you for tuning in with me on this episode In every damn episode. You already know I'm going to tell you to follow me on Facebook, Pillow Talk Podcast. Like, share, subscribe, tell your mama, all that good stuff. Make sure you follow me on IG at Robin e 93 as well. Real quick, just want to shout out my team, LCCT, the Lake County Change Team, this past Friday, uh, June 19th juneteenth we did our first big celebration we had a juneteenth celebration here in north chicago illinois at the youth center and it was lit it was super super lit my feet still hurt from running around all day like a crazy lady but it was awesome we had a live band we had stuff for the kids bouncy house a photo booth food of course games free snow cones i mean it was it was bussing but i really really enjoyed the fact that People from all ages came. We really had a lot of older people there, which I was very pleased to see. They were comfortable being there. They didn't feel, you know, any type of way with it being young people that actually put on the celebration. So I think that we are moving in the right direction as far as creating a sense of unity in our community make sure you guys follow us on facebook the lake county change team and our ig as well we will be posting all of those pictures tonight and the rest of the week if you were at that event tag lcct20 uh for hashtag or tag us in the pictures man tag it tag it tag it i'm just starting to look through the rest of my messages and i'm seeing all these pictures and stuff that people are posting and i didn't even know they posted so make sure you guys tag us okay Today, bring you guys a new episode. <laughs> I actually am doing something different today. I had one of my favorite Chicagoland artists come out here and interview me. So he actually came here to Waukegan and chopped it up with me. We did a Facebook Live as well. So if you are following me on Facebook, Pillow Talk Podcast, you guys can see the live. So if you hear us kind of talking to the phone or whatever, that's why we're doing that because we were on live. I never get interviewed. People have never asked to interview me. Not that I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Or not that there's a problem. But I just thought it was funny. He was the only person that was like, has anybody ever interviewed you? I'm like, no, let's do it. So it was exciting. He didn't spare my feelings at all. You feel me? He came in hard, heavy with the questions. But I really, really enjoyed myself. And I love having intellectual conversations with people. New episode. Dropping right now. Baby, baby, I ain't Drake now, okay? Okay, okay. you a little Drake? It uh, yeah, is was... a little Drake. Uh, uh... Okay. So, oh, you got your questions? You ready?
1: Yeah, okay. I'm good. You got your answers? Nope.
0: We gonna Ooh, rock it out. shit!
1: Okay. All right. Hello. Uh, I don't know if I've ever caught the beginning of your show. Do you do like an intro or like a...
0: Yeah, but I usually do that separate, but... Okay. What's up, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) Robin E. here on a brand new episode of Pillow Talk. Finally got one of my favorite chicago artists in the building appreciate you <laughs> i cuz i still remember meeting you last year yeah. when uh whatever that place was it was like
1: a taco spot on yeah. the north side of right, the city right i remember that shit
0: was lit though it that was. shit was lit
1: shout out jiggy bars yeah i shout think out jiggy it, was, bars. it was some event for him right i'm pretty yes. sure yes yeah. oh it's a video, uh, video uh, per, release party yeah video release party
0: that's right yeah. but zay stone go ahead and introduce yourself to the people that know no talking you. on here
1: my name is zay stone um, but this ain't about me, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's about
1: her. Uh, she's been doing the Pillow Talk. How long have you been doing the Pillow Talk podcast?
0: I've been doing Pillow Talk now for two years. Two years. We on year number two. Two years. So it's exciting. I can't believe it's already, you know, in the other game. Shout out to Kendall. Gang, gang, gang. DJ
1: Kins. What's good, brother? <laughs> um, so she's been doing Pillow Talk podcast for two years, and uh, while uh, during the quarantine, she sent me a bunch of questions, and she wrote a little article on me. Appreciate you for that. It was a, a dope, dope write-up. If you haven't uh, read it yet, go check it out. That was on me. Uh, we definitely got to get a live interview at some point soon. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I asked her, and I'm like, yo, you know, has anybody ever asked you questions or you know dove into your life. And she was like, no. Nobody has. <laughs> um, and I just felt like it was very fitting because I feel like it's very selfless of somebody to constantly honor other people mm. and not even really be interested in honoring themselves. So, you know what I'm saying? I definitely wanted to uh, to highlight her and the way that she honors other people. And uh, in fact, getting her to promote her own interview was, <laughs> <laughs> was like pulling teeth. Oh, yeah. She... Rescheduled, she forgot. She, and it's not, a, I think it's a great right, thing. You know what I'm
0: saying? You bring up Honestly, all those things now. We go, but,
1: <laughs> but my point, my point being, I think it's a great thing because not a lot, uh, many people jump on the opportunity to be highlighted in something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And she almost pushed it off in a way. And it, it, she was like, I'm not making no graphic for myself. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, okay, well, I don't really make graphics. So, um, but long story I short, did. man, this is about Robin E. And uh, so I'm going to be interviewing her on this uh, version of Pillow Talk. So uh, let's dive straight into it. Yes. Um, First and foremost, where were you born? Where does the, the Robin E. story begin?
0: So Robin E. was born in Waukegan, Illinois, a suburb uh, outside Chicago. So we're like, I don't know, like 20 minutes from Wisconsin, Kenosha, right there, that border. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Okay. What, what's <laughs> the name of the hospital you were born at? You know?
0: Oh, St. Therese. St. Therese. I was actually born at St. Therese Hospital. I was born at night, my mother told me. You know what time? I don't. I think she said 10 something. I don't know. Something. I don't know. Something after 10. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> you're going to have to uh, get your birth certificate or something and check that out. Yeah. It, I don't know if you believe in like, uh, what's it called? Like the astrology. Zodiacs constellation.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, like, okay. yeah.
1: All of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The sun, the moon, the rising sun, all that shit. But, uh, okay. So, you were born in Waukee again. And then, uh, ooh, shit! I'm kicking shit. <laughs> <laughs> where were you? Uh, where were you raised at?
0: Yeah, here, um, Waukegan or Chicago, Lake County, Illinois. That is where I reside. Sorry, I'm County. always shouting out Lake County, so yeah. that consists of Waukegan, Gurney, Zion, Illinois, and North Chicago. Okay. So.
1: All right, <laughs> Um For those who don't know, I'm sure you have some friends that'll be watching this. But for those who don't know, what was your uh, what was your childhood like? Both parents? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. My okay. childhood was lit. Stop. I am um, the only girl, so I don't oh. have any sisters. I just got brothers and cousins. Okay. So, growing up, I was definitely tomboy status, playing <laughs> basketball, fighting boys, okay. hair looking crazy, all that stuff. But <laughs> I had a fun childhood. Like, I'm happy I grew up with people who really just prided on, like, loving yourself, being comfortable with who you are. I didn't even really get into, like, girly stuff until I was, like in high school, like puberty already. Right, already. right. But it was lit. I mean, it was lit. Okay,
1: good, good. That's good <laughs> to know. Where did you uh, where you go to high school?
0: Waukegan High School, Bulldogs. So
1: you Waukegan, born Bulldogs, Bulldogs, <laughs> all,
0: day. Bulldogs <laughs> all day. Bulldogs all day, 2011, one of the greatest classes ever.
1: <laughs> Big <laughs> shout out to Bulldogs. <laughs> um, okay, so born in Waukegan, mm-hmm. raised in Waukegan. Mm-hmm. How did you get into journalism? Mm.
0: Well, you know, I'm a 90s baby, mm-hmm. so we kind of got the last of the talk show phase with, you know, uh, Ricky Lake, of course, Oprah. Damn, um, I
1: forgot about Jenny Ricky Jones, Lake. Jenny yeah, Jones, yeah,
0: Montel. So Ooh, I was shit. very big on talk shows just as a young kid, and I would sit and watch that shit. As okay. I love Ricky Lake. Like, I used to love that shit. Yeah. And I was like, I could do that. I could do that shit. I could go up and talk to people about a variety of topics or discuss social issues or just be a place where they could feel comfortable. And ever since then, Oprah has, well, used to be, I don't really know what Oprah on right now, but she used to be one of my biggest inspirations because, you know, she was a black woman. She was in her thirties when she really got on mm-hmm. and her influence is so powerful. Right. You know, she, Oprah say, go read that book. Who the going to go read that book? Right. You know? And I just like having that influence on people where they, they want to listen to what I have to say.
1: Sure. You know? Understood. Okay. Um, how long have you been into, into journalism? I know you did the podcast, two years. Right. Um, did you start getting into it before school? Because you went to school for this. I did. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I mean, I always cool. loved journalism. Uh, I used to write stories and... Fake investigate little shit and stuff like growing up and shit. (laughs) Hold on,
1: hold on. Fake investigate little
0: shit. (laughs) Yeah, like if if some shit got broke around the house, I'd be like trying to put the shit together. Like, you know, what the fuck? Who who broke this shit? You know what I'm saying? Who broke it? But I've always loved journalism. I love writing. That's actually my first passion that is a lot of people don't know. I have notebooks on notebooks on notebooks. If you ever see me in person, I always have a notebook with me still. I got a mag but write a whole notebook with me still. So I love to write. I just... It's very expressive, comforting for me.
1: Okay, so almost a lifetime. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. All right, and then uh, you went to school for journalism, right?
0: Yes. Where did you go? S I U C Carbondale okay. Saluki Salukis. 2016. Okay, yeah. 2016.
1: So yes. you've been graduated for like four years now.
0: Yeah, it's been a
1: it's been a little minute. Okay, a little minute. Um, do you work in the journalism field? Are you using your degree? Or are you kind of just doing your thing?
0: No. Yeah. Um, I've been working in corporate since I graduated college. And that's definitely not what I wanted to do. Um, I always struggled, I feel like, after college because I could have went the news route and did... Internships in the CNN and try to really do that but my censorship is very important to me as a journalist as you know podcaster or whatever So I never really took that route I wanted to do independent media since we live in this type of time where you can do that type of shit, right? Um, But yeah, I mean unfortunately my degree yeah it wasn't what I was working in I was working in a corporate setting doing secretary work which really doesn't have shit to do with what I went to school
1: for. No, I hear you. Uh, it, it happens, though, oftentimes, especially in America. There's so many opportunities to make a bag out here. And mm-hmm. I think uh, it's good to study in what you have a passion for. Yeah. And then uh, keep keep working towards that, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I, I salute you and applaud you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and give a nice little round Thank of applause you. in this month. Okay? Thank
0: you. Because uh, it
1: takes a little bit of tenacity, a little Ooh. bit of guts to, to do what you're doing. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um. So, you've worked in corporate, you're into the podcast world. Are there any other uh, careers or maybe even hobbies that interest you? Um.
0: Well, I mean, now, of course, I do have a new organization that I'm a part of. Um, okay. With the whole Black Lives Matter movement that's recently sparked, even though this has always been an issue, clearly, right. um, I wanted to do something within my community to be effective. Okay. So, Lake County Change Team. Shout out to y'all. Salute. Shout out to Game. Yeah. Um that's been another passion of mine that's turned into like a business. I'm very invested in promoting that, okay. growing that, sure. making that be a big nonprofit organization. That's huge. So That's huge. Yeah. Uh,
1: as far as I know of, that is the only like collective now, there's, there's plenty of people that are doing amazing things in, in not just the Waukegan community, mm-hmm. but the Lake County community. Uh, big shout out to Carlos Smith. Uh, shout out to One gang, of the Carlos big Smith. guys, Draz Asbury, <laughs> um, and, and many other people that I probably couldn't name right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but nonetheless, I think this is the first collective that I've seen mm. that's promoting themselves as a, as a unit and mm. as um, members mm-hmm. that's doing things within the community.
0: Nice.
1: Is, is that right? What yes. would you, would you that, say? That is true. Was that your kind of goal yes. amongst all this? Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, really, it was just about us trying to make an impact, definitely. Okay. A group of individuals, shout out to my admins um, sure. that put this together, and we wanted to just be impactful to our community. Right. We wanted to make sure that everybody felt comfortable, um, no matter their race, which was a big thing, right? Um, aside from promoting minorities, we want to make sure that everybody feels welcomed and everybody understands that you know they can make an impact in their community yeah. as well. Yeah, so.
1: that's dope, that's dope. Okay, <laughs> so big shout out to the Lake County Change team. Uh, Thank you. I assume that you can go ahead and find a link or something on the Pillow Talk Podcast uh, yes. site, yes, yeah,
0: but we actually, uh actually have a Facebook page as well. Lake County uh, Change Team. You guys can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, Maybe Twitter. We'll see. But we do have that uh, Facebook and Instagram page. If you guys want to join, please inbox me or any one of the admins and we can send you a form. Uh, Shameless plug, Juneteenth, tomorrow um we are having an event in north chicago at the youth center um you can check out my post on pillow talk my actual page instagram all that stuff i did post the address and all the information you guys should come out not only is it celebrating juneteenth but it's celebrating community and unity and love and support bring the kids all that good stuff stuff. slide
1: (laughs) just slide you heard
0: okay okay so
1: ma'am we getting into a little bit of Robin E, a little uh Mandela, a little <laughs> We creating change, you know what I'm Period. saying? That's Period. that's that's love. Um okay. So Lake County Change Team. What are some of your favorite things about Lake County? Mm. I didn't even send you this question. You huh? didn't, it's, you
0: just you, know, you came oh, off the dome with that. All right, do, you okay. Know what I'm
1: Um, Got her thinking. See, this is this is this is a good interview right here. It you is. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> what are, what is my what are my favorite things about Lake County? Well, for me growing up, it would just definitely be the, the closeness we had. Um, it takes a village to raise, raise a child, a yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. that was very true for me growing up here. My okay. neighbors knew my mom. Neighbors down the street knew my mom. I didn't go to nobody's house if I didn't know who they were or I didn't know somebody that knew them. Um, So, I just like the closeness of Lake County. I'm not going to shit on nobody else's city, but Waukegan got the best tacos in Illinois. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. What's the best Waukegan tacos? I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, it's too many. It's too many. Is it really? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. No shade, but Joaquin has a lot of Mexicans that live there. Uh, Lake County has a lot of Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of Mexicans that live here. But they do their shit. And I love authentic tacos. And we got the best in Illinois. I am sorry. Okay. I'm
1: sorry. Okay. I haven't had any Waukegan tacos as of yet. I've lived in Round Lake for uh, the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. So, and I've been out here many times for many court cases in my <laughs> life. Uh, so, I'm going to have to no, have a taco or two. More. No, see, that's going to have to wait for uh, the Zay Stone interview. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I've had Express Cafe. I think I had like a burrito there once or some shit. Express Cafe is like off of, I think it's off Washington One Twenty. trash Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. I feel you like, gotta, you know what damn. I'm saying. You gotta go to the little hole that's in the corner of the, the street. Wall. You feel me? Yeah. Where the lady just selling the tacos out of like a little window. Those <laughs> are usually the best places to go uh, okay. to get your food. All right, all right. we got a lot of those. You heard so. it here to hear first on the Pillow Talk <laughs> podcast.
1: That's, that's 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 the word word on the street. All right. Um. So so far, your your two favorite things about Lake County is the closeness yeah. and uh, the tacos. The tacos of Wow. I want to say that's, like, shallow, <laughs> but who doesn't love tacos? Who doesn't love tacos? Like,
0: Oh, fuck. I hear you. No, I do love listening. I mean, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot to love about Lake County, but uh, it's different. I mean, it's not what it was when I was growing up. It's definitely different than what it used to be. Yeah. So... I wanna to try to kind of get it back to that. It sure. can't really be there, but I mean, just school pride, yeah. everybody feeling safe, yeah. you know, all those type of things that you have in a close neighborhood. Like right. we just don't we just don't have that no more.
1: Yeah, so. I hear you. Um what is what was like the police presence like out here growing up?
0: I mean, it's always been here. Um harassment has always been here. I think that it got worse as I got older. Sure. But I mean being a black kid, going to a heavily minori- uh, to place in high school, I mean, police were there. We had metal detectors. We had police always at our games, always at the school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's, it's been an uncomfortable, I guess, relationship with police, I would say. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, the situation has gotten better or worse with, with everything that's going on right now? Worse. Worse? In what ways?
0: The way that police handle us, um, the way that stories are told, the way that we're delayed information on the killings or the way that things happen, the delayed process whenever somebody does get killed by the police, Mm. you know, the consistent harassment, Mm. you can ride past a group of white people, wherever the case may be, and it's not an issue, a group of black people sitting somewhere, police Mm got to ride through, ask questions, ask for IDs, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I, I think it's gotten more intense, definitely.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. I hear that. Um, I've been seeing a lot of protests via social media. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which ones to you have been the most, I guess, impactful, you know? Um, and and uh, to tailor on to that question, what exactly are people protesting for?
0: Mm. Well, Lake County Change Team, again, we did a protest, um, I believe it was two weekends ago, mm-hmm. and we actually had the biggest protest in Lake County. So we marched from Weisfield to North Chicago, and we had people of all ages, really a lot of young people there. To me, I think that was impactful just because I was a part of that protest. Sure. Um, and, and it really showed the need for more in the community and the need for change in the community. Okay. I think... When I'm protesting, that's what I'm thinking of. I, I want to protest so that people understand we're not going to continue to live in fear. We're not going to continue to wonder who's policing us, how we're supposed to maneuver through our communities. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to feel like they can voice their opinion, they can feel safe, and they can come out and express themselves and not be ashamed of who they are, what, what, what they believe in, whatever the case may be. Right. Because really that's, you know, a big part of what black people deal with. We yeah. get ridiculed for being black. Yeah. For simply breathing, being living, yeah. being black, right. and, and why would I treat somebody like that
1: right. in, in return? You yeah. know, I think that's that's huge that you touched on that mm-hmm. because uh, I feel like a big issue with some of the protests around the country mm-hmm. has been that it's been almost portrayed as white hate, you mm-hmm. know, and not even white hate, just hate of other uh, cultures, mm-hmm. and not necessarily towards the people who respond with the all lives matter response, but just people of different skin color than black people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> I have a mm-hmm. good friend that lives down south. And he, uh, he t- when he first moved there, like, three, four years ago, he touched on the racism there and how some black dude beat him up in a, at, mm. a, at a basketball court. And, like, the racism down there is crazy. Like, down south, he lives in Tennessee. Mm. And, uh, but now he's, like, he's saying that everything that's going on has just opened his eyes a lot mm. about, you know, the passion that we feel mm-hmm. as a people and, you know, just an understanding of exactly why he may have gotten his ass beat for talking some shit at the basketball court. because. Mm-hmm. Black people are just fed up, you know, with mm. a lot of things. So, mm. I, uh, you...
0: <laughs> mm. So, he got his ass beat?
1: He got his ass beat. Damn! And he could fight. He could, it, 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 This man could fight. He been so,
0: what? They ran up on him somewhere? He was... I would like no, to know how he the was,
1: fight okay, so, happened real quick. Uh, We're going to die. We're going to digress a little for a second. You know what I'm saying? Damn! Um, so, my boy, he moved to Tennessee. And, uh, he, he... He's from, like, the Libertyville area. But he ain't no bitch. He ain't no punk. He a cool-ass motherfucker. Okay. But, uh... He, so I got to give a little backstory here. Okay. Uh When I met him, it was at a party. And uh this dude, Anthony, I ain't going to say his last name because it's going to put him out there. A lot of people probably know who he is. Uh, but this dude, Anthony, literally for no reason, I'm sitting there in the party for no reason, just punch him. Mm. As hard as he could. Dude ass, white dude, I ain't know him. So white dude, he just get up. After like two seconds, he look at his black friend like, bro, you ain't going to swing back. Mm. You ain't going to fight. You know, woo-woo. I just took his hardest punch, fell, and I'm back up. So he, he, this dude, white dude, goes to the black dude who punched him and says, you know what, man? I don't even want no issue. Let's just get a square fight. You know mm. what I'm saying? I said, I respect that. You feel me? They get to boxing. Woo-woo. It was kind of a draw. They both they okay. both was throwing bows. Both getting at it. and um, But nonetheless, he earned my respect that day. Okay. And so I got to know him. Uh, maybe like a year later we ended up becoming really good friends so he ended up moving to Tennessee and th- th- I just had to get that. so he talking shit about he wants to be in the next, next basketball game okay. black dude says nah you ain't playing on this court homie and dude's like, what the fuck you mean? He's coming from Chicago, the Chicagoland area. Mm. So he, he's used to being around diverse people, blacks, okay, Mexicans. Yeah. He's like, what you mean, bro? You know, I'm trying to play. I said I got next. Mm. He's like, no, nah, you ain't playing on this court. Mm. So he, <laughs> so yeah. he, he gets in some shit. He starts talking shit back, like, nah, man, fuck you. Woo-woo. And the dude, like, apparently he was a big black ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like 6'5, whatever. My guy's probably like 6'8. And uh, they ended up fighting, and he got his ass beat. And, uh, this is my court, cuz. Literally. Damn. And, and he, he's, he FaceTimes me with a with a fucked up eye. He's just like, yeah, man, I just experienced my first time of racism. And woo-woo-woo. And, like, this shit down south is real. Like, this racism, this hatred. <laughs> this hatred <laughs> towards I mean, I other to laugh, people. But, no, but, but I hear you. Like, yeah, but. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this this hatred towards other cultures and other people is, is real down south, you know? And uh so, with all that being said, with all this that's going on as far as us, you know, just voicing our... Our, our our struggles and our pain, mm. He uh, he's starting to understand a little bit more about why a dude may have felt the way that he felt. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And, uh, yeah, so we had a long discussion about it, and, uh, yeah, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that whole thing. Cause <laughs> then Remy in his wine glass got me a little tipsy. But uh whole point being, man, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you touched on, you know, that it's not about, uh, it's not a race war. You right. know what I'm saying? It's, it's just really right. about supporting our people and getting the representation that mm-hmm. we need. You know what I'm saying? So... You over here asking me questions got me digressed.
0: That was very interesting, was it, it not? It was.
1: It was. It was
0: not. That was very interesting. Shout out, shout, out my boy. <laughs> shout
1: out my boy Austin, man. I'm glad you're not still in prison, man. I'm glad you're out here doing big things. He's flipping cribs and shit. He's doing oh. he's doing amazing things. Yeah, D-O he's doing shit. great shit. D-O. Um, back to you though. So We've touched on some some major stuff, right? Mm -hmm. We've touched on some of the issues within our communities. We've touched on police brutality. What do you think it's going to take for us to solve some of these issues?
0: Well, I think that a lot of the youth right now is kind of struggling with what to do. And they find themselves... Kind of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, which is unfortunate, but it's kind of the reality of that when you're a minority right so one way I would like to change things is implement you know a difference in their home style to kind of stop mm. the behavior before they can even have that running with the police mm. or you know change their mind state so whenever they do come to that that situation, possibly thinking about it different maybe could change it I don't know we do need to implement ways to police ourselves so i'm definitely big on the FOIA card i'm mm. definitely big on uh people minority especially black women mm. to get your FOIA card i think that we
1: conceal carry as well
0: we have to protect ourselves yeah. um that's just the reality of it they're they're killing us in our homes at this point mm. so Breonna that's just Taylor. yeah yeah that's just what you have to do so i think we just have to take more knowledge in protecting ourselves realizing our limits and what we can actually do to, to better ourselves, like sure. within our own communities, but definitely for a card. Creating more after school programs just to even take kids away from being on the street, so they don't even have that chance to run into police. Right. Um, I know, growing up for me, I had like stars and like girl to girl and like these different after school programs, and I wouldn't get home to like ten o'clock or some shit like that, right. and I'd be tired as fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm gonna go home, chill, see my people tomorrow, but because that you really things to
1: do. Right.
0: You have to keep. You have to keep kids busy. Yeah. There's just no other way around it. And right. when you live in a volatile environment, you can't get mad if a kid can't focus in school or right. they don't wanna participate in class right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They living in the war zone when they're not here. Right. They need to be able to do something to express all the anguish that they have outside of this curriculum. Right. In addition to that, this is a lot I'm like, no, <laughs> there's a lot good. I wanna do, no, but you know, implement a different type of curriculum. We do have the authority to teach kids. We do have the authority to you know, inform them on shit that they're not getting in school. Yeah, Just like with Juneteenth. I didn't even know about Juneteenth until I was in college.
1: Mm, wow. When was that? How many years ago?
0: So, what? I graduated 2011. Oh. Well, I'm saying oh, okay. freshman year. Okay. You know I'm saying? Freshman year of college. I graduated high school 2011. So, right. All my years of going through school, learning about the Constitution, bullshit about Christopher Columbus, <laughs> and all this bullshit, yeah. you know? And then it was like, oh, 4th of July... You telling me we wasn't free? Right. Well, that's what they taught us in school, though. Right. Why the fuck am I celebrating a holiday and my people wasn't even free on this day? But this mm-hmm. is what they're informing in us. Right. And if you know more, you can do more. Yeah. You know? So I would like to implement some type of curriculum. We can teach black kids, minorities, all types outside of school just to inform them of other types of things in history that they should know as well. mm I like that. <laughs> Damn. I had to get deep real quick because low key I got a list, I but those are the main I things I would, you know.
1: And I think those are all uh, actions that will yield high results. You know, what I'm saying there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that we do as a people that that aren't as beneficial to the mm. movement. Um, and there's I agree. a lot of wasted movement, a lot of wasted I agree. action and effort. I agree. Uh, so, I, so I, I can appreciate that answer for sure. One thing you touched on, as far as the schools mm-hmm. and uh, after school programs, etc., I think the answer to that specifically is ownership. Mm. You know, if we own the schools, mm. if we own the the boys and girls clubs, mm-hmm. if we have ownership in our communities, mm-hmm. oftentimes that allows us to give opportunities to other people. Mm. You know, we can never have uh, an employee of ours call the cops on on a, on a young black kid, and if Thanks. they do we have the the opportunity and the responsibility that's to handle that situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's that's one of the biggest things yeah. I know we, we touched on like and, and talked on as far as, uh, you know, uh, my lack of, like, social media and everything like that. That's just where I've been, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I've really just been trying to build equity in myself mm. uh, to allow for ownership in, in, in various areas. I'm 27, you know? Mm. How
0: old are you? I'm 27
1: as well. Wow. Yeah. So so you're on the same same frequency in the same waveform, and you, mm-hmm. you understand that um, – the seeds that we're planting at this age mm-hmm. are going to yield uh, the future that we want to see, not just for ourselves, but for the people around X. us and our environment. So that's that's big, and that's made very, very impactful. You know what I'm saying?
0: Woo! Dropping gems for y'all asses. <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's like the Pillow Talk podcast. It's the talk podcast okay, today. You we're know? so we talking deep shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had all these questions, and I'm barely asking any of them. Let's. Uh, that usually happens. It, it, it doesn't? Yeah. Really? I, I,
0: I mean, I ask questions, but I always go off like because people say interesting shit and I'd be like, "Tell me sure. more."
1: Okay. Understood. <laughs> All right. Um This is going to be the last like serious question of okay. the of the evening. Um we are already what? How long are we into this? Can you see? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, probably not. It's okay. Either way, we I mean, already into this, this. maybe 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um so with that being said, I definitely want to dive a little bit more into you and your life. That was the point of this. But uh how do you feel about the term and the action of black on black crime? Ooh.
0: Black on black crime. Yeah, you said it was the last deep question. Wow. What's my you said what is my interpretation of it?
1: Yeah, what do you just what do you think? What are your general uh general thoughts on the term of black on black crime
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the action that that term represents.
0: I mean, to me, when I think black on black crime, is definitely gangbanging. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, um, you killing a nigga that you grew up with, mm. killing a nigga that or you know that you know his brother, or mm-hmm. you know his family, somebody, you know, you get into it over some petty shit, something that can be replaced hate envy towards mm. another black person to me that that's what fuels a lot of black on black crime um i don't i don't see the point of it honestly i don't i don't i don't know if a lot of men or whomever and even just men women do it too who partake in black on black crime really see the bigger picture of it mm-hmm. but we do have to start letting things go I think as black people we just naturally horror shit you know because we've been through so much we're just trauma fueled people mm-hmm. and we take a lot of things to heart mm-hmm. um, but when you think about the bigger picture and where we are on the bigger scale it just don't seem worth it to me mm-hmm. you know I, it's a lot of motherfuckers I don't like that's black <laughs> like it's a lot of motherfuckers that I, I could care less about you know that's black but at the end of the day if it's us versus them or you know we're all lined up somewhere and we have to come together I'm going to Reach my hand out to you. I don't want it to be a fuck you, or you know what I'm saying. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a, an envious type of thing. Mm-hmm. So,
1: mm. I hear you. Okay. I uh I can appreciate those thoughts very much. So I I agree, um, especially about the trauma field, you mm-hmm. know, uh, portion of it because I think us as a people, when you've been oppressed for so long,
0: yes.
1: um, hey, I, I, really when you've dealt with anything for so long. Yep. and your meter starts to fill up, it doesn't take much to put you over the top, you know? And yeah. uh, so I, I definitely feel that. There's one thing that I've seen on... Uh, it probably was social media. I don't even need to pour no more of this, but <laughs> damn, I like, let me put this shit right back down before... We... <clears throat> oh, so... Uh, but there's something I, I saw on social media regarding the term of black-on-black crime. Okay. And it said... Uh, We should not be using that term because we don't use that to describe any other um, similar race crimes. So we don't say white on white crime, Mm -hmm. Asian on Asian and Asian crime. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, I can't even say I think I Mm -hmm. got this from the meme or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, but it stated that that um, their hypothesis was that. The term was created by white people to avoid the conversation of white on black racism Mm. and to say, you know, you don't have to address slavery. Mm -hmm. You don't have to address our racism towards you Mm -hmm. because you guys are still committing acts on yourselves. Mm -hmm. You got to fix that first before you can talk to us about Mm -hmm. this, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's just such a diversion from the the focus and and what needs to be focused on, rather, Mm -hmm. that... uh, I agree 100%. You know, it, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be used. It's a crime mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, Whatever, that's true. you know, if I go kill a white man versus a black man, mm-hmm. it's a crime, you know? Mm-hmm. It's it shouldn't be uh it wouldn't be considered a black on white crime if mm-hmm. I kill the white man. So mm-hmm. why is it a black on black crime if I kill a, a black man, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's is is very uh very potent in 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 the way that it's That that term has influenced us as a people Mm -hmm. and influenced the conversation that now we're having on a deeper level Mm -hmm. due to, like, George Floyd and everything Mm -hmm. that's been going on. Um, But still something that that we we need to work on as a people to get rid of, you know, Mm -hmm. because we didn't we didn't coin that term. I mean, that's true. You know,
0: that's true. I just think we have to acknowledge as well that there's things that, within that we are still doing black people, many things in within our ourselves community. that right, we have to right, acknowledge. Right. And I and I agree with that quote as far as black on black crime. We the probably term, should eliminate right. that yeah. term because it's crime at the end of but, the
1: day. But uh, to your point, we should it's definitely eliminate the, the, the actions the the that we have towards black though. people as well. You know, That's just uh, we shouldn't hate our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. to the extent of wanting to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know. And we shouldn't hate anybody. Really, right. if you're a big, big uh, believer in the law of attraction, then you mm. understand that the more love you feel, mm. the more things you're going to attract in your life that you love. Mm. Point blank. Period. Okay. So, I think that <laughs> I think that's a, that's that's huge. Um, we're gonna switch gears
0: <laughs> real quick.
1: Um, for anybody watching this, re-watching this, we appreciate you definitely. Uh, we've definitely. had some really, really interesting. Sp- conversation so far. Uh, we're going to dive back into the life of Robin and E. Uh, if you could travel anywhere right now, this second, I'll give you a plane ticket to wherever you want to go. Where is it?
0: Um, Probably Jamaica.
1: Jamaica?
0: I thought you were going to say Africa. No, no. But I want to go to Jamaica first. You know where in Jamaica? I don't... Okay. Really, um, I mean, I kind of want to go by Kingston, okay. but I, I want to go to Jamaica. You don't
1: know too much about it to make that decision? No, right. I just
0: want to go. I want to go and turn my phone off and be there.
1: How how long is a, is a good vacation time for you? A week. Seven days? Mm-hmm. Really? 7 days. I can't chill for more than 3.
0: Yeah, 7 days. I I would Ooh. I would love a week Ooh. of not doing shit. Ooh. I would love 7 days of not doing that. Now is that like
1: a now thing based on how you're feeling or is that like your ideal vacation time always?
0: No. Ideally, yeah, probably like 3-4 days. Okay. But
1: with with in light of everything, you know what I'm saying? You could use
0: it. I, <laughs> like <laughs> like, I need like FOMO days. I need like more days on there.
1: Okay. I hear you. I hear you.
0: Oh thank you. Thank you, Jamila. Appreciate you tuning much in. Love, That's love. what's up.
1: Okay. Um what are some of your short term goals? Give me two. Two short term goals.
0: Damn, this is a job interview? Yeah. I'm not Hey, hey. I'm thorough. You know Shit. What I'm um, <laughs> you, wait, what? Short-term goals? Mm-hmm. short-term goals? Short-term goals. Short-term goals. Short-term
1: goals. Uh, short-term of like three to six months. Wow.
0: Three to six months. Um. Well, not to go back to corporate life. That is my first short-term goal. I okay. recently made a status about that, how I do not want to go back and work in corporate. Okay. Um, I recently lost my job during the whole COVID situation. So, I haven't been working since February. So, during that time, I've just been working on myself, growing my brand, growing my show. I created a blog. I joined okay. an organization. Yeah. I really used that time to mold myself. Sure. And my creativity flourished. Okay. So, now that I know I would have to minimize my creativity to put... You know, be in that box for a paycheck. A it just yeah. don't, it don't sit right up sure. in here. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on ways that I can make continuous money and sustain myself enough to where I don't have to do that.
1: Okay.
0: That's really my only short-term goal right now.
1: Okay. Uh, long-term goals. Long-term of, let's say, five years. Three to five years.
0: Well, I want Pillow Talk to be everywhere. I want to be like a nationally syndicated show. Okay, so FXM series, you know what I'm saying, or you can stream me mm-hmm. everywhere like that.
1: iHeartRadio. Radio, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I'm trying to
0: be worldwide well like that, hosting events. My posture is so bad. You, it is a little. You sitting? I, around... I, I'm. I used to dance and shit. So I'll be working hard all day. I <laughs> get off.
1: My, I'll be get off work. You know what I'm saying? I've been paying for eight hours today. I'm ready to just
0: slouch back. Watch so, a I, movie I used to and dance. And I'm sorry. I can't help. But to align that up in here, I'm I'm working on it. (laughs) Oh, you got me dead! I really am. (laughs) I got to get better at this.
1: (laughs) Okay, so long term goals. You want the? uh, I want to be syndicated. Syndicated,
0: and I want to have my own studio to rent to other people. Okay. Black ownership. Yeah. Something that we were speaking on. I would like some black ownership. I would love to be able to rent my studio out to people. And even to young artists that don't even got money like that. If I could be in a position to just like give them a free track or something like that. Sure. You know. Okay. Yeah.
1: I like that. I like that. That's dope. Um huh. We need to talk. We need to talk some business after this. Okay. Um, we're gonna have to wrap this up shortly. What is uh we gonna get us some some personal shit for all the fellas that's watching? Oh you know my what I'm god! Saying. Ain't no
0: fellas watching anyway. Well, so. I guarantee it's at least.
1: <laughs> I guarantee Shout out to Carlos. To do it. Shout out to Carlos. uh, yeah, hey.
0: hey little crazy in the well, building. Hey, we, I text we... you, but I was on live as you can see.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, doing great things in the community. He is most definitely the goat. Um, so what is your what is your longest relationship, Miss
0: E? uh four and a half years
1: wow
0: yeah i know i may seem like a player you know so
1: you, you, first of all you right don't now seem like a player, but right?
0: <laughs> i was actually yeah i was with somebody all through college so that was my college boyfriend
1: sweetheart mm-hmm. i feel you okay all mm-hmm. right uh, you're currently single i am fellas
0: <laughs> you know what i
1: you know I'm what? Just saying, <laughs> black activists. You feel me? Got a podcast going on. I'm you too busy. May want to? I mean, maybe for the wrong person. For the right person, you might be decent. You know? I'm busy. Yeah. Okay. the distractions. Now we going sw- You ain't ready for this one. What are your love languages?
0: Or maybe you already. I don't remember all the love language things. What? I don't remember all the five. Isn't oh, it like five God, signs of of love oh, language or something like that. Oh. L- I don't remember.
1: Yes, they're five. It's yeah. five. It's five. It's uh, acts of service, quality time. Uh, damn.
0: Right. See. I'm not spo- You're not supposed to be asking me. I'm I don't, supposed to be I don't remember. You. But I know acts of service is one. <laughs> I know acts of service. Is acts one. of
1: service, quality time, uh, gifts. Uh, what are the other two? The other Hell two no. are uh, that ain't me. I'm throwing a vice lords in this, bitch. Wow. Uh, trying to figure out the the net last two quality time acts of service. As you can tell, I don't really know. We can go. No, uh, he could. Oh, what is my three right. percent? Hold on.
0: <laughs> oh, why you ain't charge your shit? Hold on, hold on. I'm using my shit on here. Damn. I, I got the last question ready. So we good. definitely service or whatever. I think acts of service. I know definitely that's one for me. I definitely like doing doing things for people I love. No hesitation. Yeah. Okay. I'm very fluent with
1: that. Um. Okay. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch.
0: Oh, physical touch and acts of service. Those are your two? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Physical touch, acts of service. What kind of acts of service, like, touch your heart? Is it, like, uh, reminding you of something important or more so of, like, I mean, yeah, touch on that, cause I I don't know. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I I'm a I'm the type of woman that likes to be, um, I don't know, feel secure. So I like for a man to be like, oh, I got it, or I already did that, or I'm a you know I, I'm gonna figure that out, or mm. you know maybe you should do this. Mm. I'm very big on direction and guidance, because um, okay. I feel like yeah I know everything, but if you show me a better way to do it. And I, I understand that I'm gonna believe what you say from that point forward, you know? Mm. That's a big thing to me. Those are the type of things I like as far as service. Just kinda of picking up the slack, doing shit without being asked. Like just you see me going through something, you feel me? Step in, handle right. that, and you then we massage, good, You know body, what I'm saying? Like, okay.
1: Knock that
0: out for me real quick. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm I'm busy too. And I, and yeah. I'm never the type like I don't need to always be with my nigga. I don't need to always be up under him because mm. I'm doing things. Right. But as long as I, yeah, I know you got me at the end of the day, you took care of something maybe that was stressing me, that's sure. a sense of security sure. that, that I need, Sure. definitely. Okay, understood. Um, that was a good question, wasn't it? Damn. Hey.
1: I'm trying.
0: Ooh. I'm trying to be
1: like the great Miss M- E over here. Yeah. Um, this is not a question that I sent you, but this is un- under the same line.
0: He adding shit now. Hey.
1: So no, he shit uh, now. Hold on. This is something I just learned, to be honest okay. with you. So that's why I want to touch on this, because it's along the same line. It's called... Enge- uh, not engagement styles. It's called uh, attachment styles. There we go. Hold on.
0: I might need some more wine. We talking about attachment shit.
1: Uh. Yeah. So there's apparently... So they say, psychologists are saying that there's three different types of attachment styles, right? Oh, excuse me, four. Secure, anxious, or preoccupied, Mm. dismissive and avoidant, and fearful and avoidant. Uh, One, two, three. So those are four, yeah. Uh, So secure, anxious, dismissive, or fearful. What do you think is your attachment style out of those four? Shit. She said, we just taught her something. Said hurt. I want to make. Sure. Oh, yeah. I thought us. it was. A, it's an eight. Hi, Shabria. Like, oh, hi, Shabria. <laughs> we gang. taught her something. You know what I'm saying? That no, was, for real.
0: Because uh, he up here wild. schooling me, and I wasn't. I wasn't prepared. He just doing shit now. <laughs> um,
1: what are the four? Secure, intentions? anxious, dismissive, and fearful. So when you get close to a man,
0: okay,
1: are there certain like, as you become more attached to him, are there certain types of behavior that you feel? Uh, you portray or that you, you have. So if you're secure, that means you're cool. That as long as y'all are on the same page, you're good. Or do you start to get anxious and like...
0: What's dismissive avoidant?
1: Uh, Dismissive avoidant would be like, you know, you and your partner have been talking for X amount of time. You know, you guys are on the same page. Mm-hmm. But you're starting to really, really like him. So crazy enough, as crazy as it sounds, avoidant. you start to avoid him and... Uh, Try not to put yourself in situations that uh, you could get more attached. You know what I'm saying? You start to dismiss those. So, like, he says, hey, you want to hang out? You you don't want to fuck with no other nigga, but at the same time, you'd rather sit in bed. Like, uh, no, I'm good. You know, you're avoiding the... Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, fearful avoidant. Is I guess similar, but I think there's probably more emotion tied into that decision of avoiding the situation. Like, uh, like I'm fearful of what's gonna happen
0: if I fall more in love, so I'm going to avoid it. This is some really deep shit right now, mm-hmm. and now I feel like I'm in therapy. And what the fuck? Hey, if you don't want to answer in front of the whole world, that's fine. What the fuck? That's fine. I feel like I'm in therapy. No, but I feel secure and definitely the dismissive, dismissive avoidant, avoidant. Okay. I'm very Yeah. I've never had a characteristic so accurately describe my action. Okay. Now you know. Hella deep. Period. Okay. <laughs> period. Hella
1: deep. Period. Right, okay, so we Watch learned, insecure, don't you? We all learned something new today. Uh okay. And the last question, last question, we're gonna wrap this up. It's been a blast. Um what when was the last time you did something for the first time? And this is something I ask myself every day. And every time I ask myself that I like to say yesterday. As in, every single day I like to do something new for the first time. So when was the last time for you that you've done something for the first time?
0: Hmm.
1: Whether it's try a new wine, whether it's
0: Right. Walk down
1: a different path. I don't know. I'm
0: trying to think.
1: Take a different way home from work.
0: Probably. I mean, maybe the other day, I, I rode out to what is this town called? Roselle, Roselle, O R O S E L I E, Roselle, Illinois. Roselle, Roselle, like Roselle, Rose, whatever. Oh, um, I went there. <laughs> Thirsty. <and> I, <laughs> <laughs> I went there um, to go to uh, a new juice place. Shout out to um, Juice and Berry. Okay. They were really, really great. in Roselle. Yeah. Roselle. Um, All right. Somebody that I know, uh, he is partially black owned. So I wanted to go check that out. Um, it was really nice. It's They had good food. It was very fresh. Hmm. But it was like an hour away. Hmm. And I was thinking like, I low-key could have went to Jamba Juice. But <laughs> I wanted to go ahead and just try something new. <laughs> So that's what I did. I rode out there, patronized the new business. They're a new business. They haven't been open that long. And it was really good. The service was great. The, the shit was good. It was fine. When was that? What is today? Thursday. This was Monday.
1: Great. This week, you tried something new. This week. All right. This week. Well, to all you Pillow Talk uh, watchers, listeners, you've done something new for the first time today by watching her get interviewed versus her interviewing somebody else. So uh, we definitely appreciate your time. Is there anything you want to say to your listeners, followers, before we get the
0: fuck up out of here? Uh, No, I'm just kidding. But I just want to say thank you to everybody that supported me last year um I'm still a new podcast which is crazy to me because I feel like I've been doing this for so long and the growth that I've been able to accomplish in this past year two years now has been outstanding um I'm a one woman band you know I make my own graphics I book my own appointments I write my own material and now I'm kind of moving to another step where I want to have a team of people um to create the black media that I want to see Mm. so I'm Putting a shout out pretty much at this point in Chicagoland area and any other, you know, millennials who would like to um, create something, you know, be bigger, be a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm. And now that I've been doing this and I kind of see the underdog platform I've created, I want to branch out on that and just be a voice for my generation mm. all the way around. So thank y'all. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, y'all here to hear heard it here
1: first, man. I appreciate uh, Rob and E allowing me to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's, yes. It's been a pleasure. Thank
0: you for coming. Yeah,
1: for sure. We'll definitely have to get another one in. And, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm done talking for the night. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in as well on Pillow Talk Podcast. So, for those um, who may be tuning in, I am actually recording a live on Facebook. This is on live as well. So, if you're listening to this podcast... Go look at the live on Pillow Talk Podcast Facebook page to go see me in person and my guests as we do our shit and sip our drinks. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Peace out. Much love.